and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 97. I am your host, Kamran Shishtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Dude, today is Sunday, May 2nd. We are in May now. It's going pretty fast, it feels like. I could have sworn we just had yeah. 2021 start. Right? Like, I... I don't know. I've been kind of busy with like getting started with this new job and stuff like that. So I haven't, I mean, like I said last time, I have to write the date on stuff all the time. So I've been like constantly aware of the date, but I even still had like the revelation the other day that I was like, holy shit, it's like the end of April. Oh my God. We're like almost halfway through this year already. What the hell? What what happened? Yep. It feels like, I don't even know. I think it's just because also the year was lost from like 2020 where I was like, yeah. I could have sworn I was this old. And now I'm like, oh, now I'm this old. And I'm like, wait, when did that happen? <laughs> and it's yeah, like, right. oh, right. I had my birthday in this room. And that's about it. Uh, it's It's been interesting, though. It's It's been like, what, almost, a, it's closing in on a year and a half now. Or I guess not a year and a half yet since everything really first started. But yeah. we're, we're getting there Dude. piece by piece. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, I... I'm already fully vaccinated at this point. And I still am having a really hard time getting used to the idea that like, I don't have to worry about walking past like a group of people and stuff like that. And like, even the CDC updated their guidelines the other day saying that like, if you're fully vaccinated, you can walk outside without a mask and it's fine. Should be fine. And I'm still just like, but, but how do you know though? (laughs) Yeah. I'm still going around with a mask for now. I am so close to vaccine dose number two for Pfizer. Uh, this comes out on Monday, of course, so it'll be May 3rd uh, when this episode comes out. But I'm not getting my vaccine until May 5th, which, you mm. know, I said Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> which I, I don't actually, no one, no one, I don't, I don't celebrate that shit because it's no actual Mexican person celebrates that. <laughs> no, it's pretty much an American holiday. It's yeah. really weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it, it's just like most other holidays nowadays, whether it was for something that used to mean something, it's usually now. I want to get drunk. Yeah, I don't understand the holidays that people are just like, oh, cool, an excuse to get drunk. It's like, like you don't really need an excuse, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, but yeah, it's just people People feel like, well, the calendar says it's okay even more <laughs> so, you know? it's uh, Yeah. <laughs> God. But, you know, this is Sutra Side Talk. This is our weekly uh, show where we talk movie, TV, gaming news usually select topics much more select now than before considering we've uh uh stopped talking about casting and movie delays so movie casting and movie delays are now no longer select topics for us because also there's not much to talk about with those for the most part unless it's really really big or something that contributes to the story yeah of the topic we're talking about I mean, the only thing i could think of recently that was like actually interesting casting news was seth rogan is gonna be claptrap or whatever no it's jack black jack black oh right no yeah. uh, okay i was like i know it was a perfect casting <laughs> i can't do the seth rogan laugh but i wanted to and then yeah um oh god the guy who was cast to be um dr fate oh pierce brosnan yeah pierce brosnan like those kinds of castings where it's like that's perfect that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah for sure and uh besides our select news we also talk about what we've been playing and what we've been watching but uh we're finally like uh, the last four episodes or so maybe five there hasn't been as much news but as before so we've been actually able to really talk about what we've been playing and watching recently 
and we still have backlog episodes which are ones where are they're pretty much completely dedicated to play watch uh like games movies tv and stuff like that that we just talk about so there's no news in those episodes usually we put those out monthly uh which our april one will come out this friday as well we're actually recording it right after we finish recording this uh so technically recording it in may not april but it's basically our april episode and uh it should hopefully have a lot more because uh this uh, this week we have barely any news like barely and because of that we can actually cover really big topics uh like falcon and the winter soldier uh invincible and destiny 2 the season of the chosen just as a whole now that it's over guardian games is pretty much over uh i mean it's about to be there's like one week left yeah i want to play a little bit more of that but and maybe buy at least the titan uh ornament set for this year but i've basically given up that i'm gonna get all the uh <laughs> the seasonal challenges done because i like i don't have enough time and i i still i never even finished the weekly thing for like do all the uh or do showdown did, did you finish the battleground like the actual main story quest i did the main the story quests yeah oh, okay. i did the main story stuff at least but all the challenges stuff to get bright dust i'm like that's a lost cause well we'll, we'll talk about all of that when we yeah. when we get to it but of course uh you can write into the show at suture at gmail.com for any questions comments feedback and for sure if you send us a question if we want to read it we can we will read it on the show and answer your question of course but uh james without or with that said are you ready to get into that news which uh we got the timer still going for five minutes but instead for these ones seven minutes because there's only like three topics so yeah if we did five minutes our, our news would be done in like 15 minutes if we stick to it so let's let's stretch it out a little bit more yeah now first up our one and only movie tv show news topic today dc fandom is returning again or i guess returning once not again because it's the second time it's actually happening uh it's gonna occur this year uh what is the date for it this time October 16th. <laughs> it's not Comic-Con, bro. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's going to be October 16th this year. Uh, I'm assuming... Actually, let me look at the calendar really fast. I want to flash over. October 16th is a Saturday, so it's going to be the Saturday and Sunday again. So it'll mm. probably be the 16th and 17th like uh, last year, where it was actually instead, I believe, during August, uh, if I remember correctly. And I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was August because it was still the summer. And, you know, this is like deep in fall. This is mid-fall. And that's interesting because, well, things are going back to semi-normalcy at this point. And like you said before, you know, with masks and everything or not even being mandated for outside, uh, once I'm vaccinated and even after those two weeks are done for me where I'm fully good to go, I'm still going to wear my mask. I'm I'm not really stopping either. Like, uh, I think, honestly, I've talked to a lot of, my friends here in San Francisco and everyone pretty much is of the same mind where it's like, even when we're running, we're still wearing masks. Like we, we haven't really stopped that either. Yeah, better um, safe than sorry, honestly. Yeah. But back to the topic of DC fandom. I, I guess how, how to feel with this because, you know, this is just like uh, all those, you know, we talked about all the different gaming summer events that were oversaturated and bloated. Yeah. Uh, DC fandom 
was not that because it was kind of the only thing of its kind where there wasn't really an excess amount of movie and television and comic book uh, conventions or anything or like I guess online events because there was still the normal uh, conventions just online versions comic-con for San Diego New York comic-con and other ones but you know they were very small and unnoticeable for them for the most part like comic-con had some stuff but otherwise like you just kind of saw little news pieces and then it gave you what you wanted to know there wasn't like you weren't going in there covering everything we didn't do like a giant coverage thing like we did with uh uh, Summer Games Fest and IGN Summer of Gaming or whatever it's called. And I think for fandom, it's okay to have. But do we want this to be every year at the same time? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed the first one, but that was also kind of, It was just interesting. Like, they tried to make it like an online convention hall and you got... And there were like different things at the different halls that you could kind of watch but there was really i was really only interested in the stuff going on in the main hall uh i don't remember what they called them all but that was the hall of heroes or something something like that and that that was where they had all their main um announcements but it was also this weird like 24 hour stream but it wasn't like new shit every 24 or for like the whole 24 hours it was just like so that people in different time zones didn't miss stuff they would just like replay things so often it was really like eight hours worth of stuff yeah and so it was cool but like i thought it was hilarious that uh all the other guys uh uh, like apollo city and uh danny were super annoyed at like who was the guy that kept showing up in like every oh uh the greatest comic book artist of all time jim lee it it was jim lee okay that's brandon moncada's favorite (laughs) artist uh he loves jim lee more than any other artist uh you can quote me on that and there were like a billion Batman things that they talked about. But like, I don't know. I feel like if they like anything that I've mentioned before, if they take the criticisms that people had for like last years of like too much Jim Lee, too much Batman, maybe show off some other stuff. Maybe next time they show uh, like an actual trailer for uh, Shazam and not just like, by the way, the Justice Society is going to be in here. It's like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> uh, so... I don't know. I I'm interested to see what they do this year, but it is that is a good question. Like it, with things kind of slowly returning back to normal, will they need to do this next year? Will they need to do it the year after that? Like, will they even bother, or is it going to be worth their time and effort and money? Yeah, because look, you know, ma- the majority of things we were looking into that for was the films, the live action films. Mm-hmm. That's where we got the Batman trailer. Yeah, and normally we actually oh, and, the, and the Snyder cut trailer. Oh, oh, that dude, that was fucking amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> normally we get a lot of this stuff at San Diego Comic Con, if I yeah, remember correctly. And you know they didn't even really go this year or that year because it was only online. And looking at this year, it's online again in the summer. And then they have the Thanksgiving event, but, you know, odds are for the guests, not the people attending, but like the, the, the guest stars and people at panels, do you really think that they're going to show up on Thanksgiving weekend oh, to Comic-Con? No. no. So 
there's nothing again for Warner Brothers to do. And, you know, they don't care. They, I think they had much more coverage with their own event than they would have at Comic-Con. So I think that it works this year. After that, though, because, you know, without a doubt, we're going to have a major, majoritively normal, I think, 2022 San Diego Comic-Con. I would hope so. And with that, I think DC will be back or Warner Brothers will be back there with like all their stuff. And because, you know, comics and television are really big, too. But, you know, both of those weren't really that big at fandom. Ironically, like they, they were barely there. And the ones that were there, you didn't really care for the most part. Besides, I think the Milestone comics reveal and then like Static Shock. And you're like, oh, shit, Static oh, yeah. Shock. Uh, but besides that, there wasn't really anything of note. Uh, besides like oh hey here's a small interview with an, uh, the creators about a thing that we already know about and there was nothing else besides that for the most part uh, I'm down for this because uh, looking at what's going to happen this is I want to I want you to look at where this is happening uh, I guess actually this makes more sense in October James because in August is when the Suicide Squad comes out oh, mm-hmm. so the films that we're getting afterwards we're looking at the Batman. We're looking at Black Adam. We're looking at the Flash, Aquaman 2, and Shazam 2. So those are the five I expect to see there. Uh, and we did get the Batman trailer. I think we're going to get more Batman stuff because it was delayed. So I think, you know, that might actually be when we get the next trailer, if not uh, at this the Suicide Squad uh, the, uh, theatrical release and yeah. stuff. It would be nice to get another Batman trailer. Yeah, but I think we'll see that. We'll see a full-on trailer for Black Adam. And I think, you know, we got small little snippets of Shazam 2 where the cast were there and they said, hey, Sinbad's going to be in the movie or something. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> I uh, about that. But, I'm, I, you know, I think we'll get... I, I, I would say we're going to probably get more trailers for, if not at least three of, the, three of the five of those films, maybe all of them. Because it would make the most sense. Especially, you can't do... James Wan interview and Shazam cast interview one year and then the next year do the same thing. Like if you don't have a trailer yet, even though it's like, you know, they, I don't even know if they've started filming, but like, you know, get on it. <laughs> like it, You got to give us kinda, something more. I know it's not exactly the same, but it kind of reminds me of like, remember how Jedi Fallen Order was <laughs> revealed? Like we don't talk about that. They had you know? <laughs> Andrea Renee walk down into the, like the, what, what I think it was Andrea Renee. Like, yeah, she goes down, to Vince Pella. <laughs> yeah, into the audience and just like talk to some random guy who like happened to be working at. Uh, no, it was Vince Pella. He's basically the guy Pella. in charge of, uh, he's the founder. Oh my God. Yeah. And she, he, she's just like, oh, I hear you got something to talk about. He's like, yeah, we're, uh, we're making a new Star Wars game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. And then like didn't even have a graphic or anything. It's just like, how the fuck do you announce a star wars game like that but yeah like like you said it'd be really weird if they did like the same exact thing for uh the aquaman 2 this year and they don't have like a trailer or anything at all yeah but we will see i feel like you know we'll we're not gonna we got the announcement and they go you know it's coming we're not gonna get more of it until late summer early fall most likely so yeah just you know keep in mind it'll happen but we're not going to get it for a while uh at least more news on it because it's the place we're going to get news we're not we're not going to get news on the place of news <laughs> but you know james that's a great segue talking about uh jedi fallen order because that leads us out of the only movie uh topic into our gaming news which 
First off is E3 2021 news. Uh, Speaking of hosts, we've got our hosts for E3, which, you know, E3 never really had hosts before. It was more so the individual press conferences and they either did uh, one of three things. They had their own in-house people come and speak and do all the stuff. They would usually have their CEOs. They have like their studio heads and stuff. Uh, Usually the faces of the company would come out. And it's like, I would say that is the most highly recommended version. Uh, And then you have your don't show anything like that one year Sony straight up just showed stuff and never had anyone come out. And you're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it was a great year. But also, you know, we're at that point where. Sony doesn't even have a face. You're like, who the hell is behind Sony anymore? No one talks. It's just like, here's artificial voice in the in the, in the reveal for State of Play, and you're like, oh, thanks. Just like, I know it's not his job anymore, but they should just bring uh, Shuhei back just to like do the presentations because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, or at least like freaking Herman Hulse is in charge now. Why isn't he out there? Give us someone. You know what? Yeah. They should actually. You know what, James? Hmm? They should hire back Kevin Butler. Oh my god, I would love that. It, they just like I get you guys had bad blood because he did like a Nintendo commercial, big oh crimey river. Go get Kevin Butler because he was he's he would literally be perfect as just a mascot of a, of a person. Dude, his I still love his like what like his speech at that one E three where he was like being a gamer is uh, like staying up till two in the morning to earn a trophy that doesn't even exist. <laughs> But it does. <laughs> so true. I, you know what? That was me last night trying to get camo skins and for a gun in Modern Warfare, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm not going to use this gun after I get these skins. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a really fun call, a wake up call to myself last night. I'll tell you. But uh, the third moments where you're just like, what am I doing with myself? <laughs> I need to go home and rethink my life. Uh, <laughs> uh, the third version is hey get a guest host to come in who has no relation to this company and have them talk and make it be super awkward i.e aisha tyler andrea renee greg miller and you know i it's i love these people don't ever get me wrong i love aisha tyler as lana in archer she is fantastic i love andrea renee from what's good games and when she was on kind of funny games daily her opinions are really honestly some of my favorites and greg miller is one of the influences for this show so you you know i you know there's so much i could say about greg miller but i've never enjoyed any of those shows they've hosted i can tell you that easily and guess what james e3 is being hosted by three people it's not those three (laughs) well okay it's not all of those three but greg miller yeah it makes sense Jackie Jean, who is, I believe, a former IGN uh, journalist, I think, and uh, Golden Boy, Alex Mendez. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which I, I know people him. love him a lot. He's like an esports commentator. Uh, yeah. But because of that, I have no idea who that is. Well, I, I believe uh, I know he was of one him of the, a little bit. I believe he was one of the people up for an award for yeah, like, we t- best uh, newscaster, Espo- or not newscaster, sportscaster. Yeah, 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 for esports, yeah, for game awards. And that, that was when I was giving the best answers or my opinions for everything, because I'm like, let's see, this name sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I guess we'll go with that one. And I was just like, <laughs> I only recognize Golden Boy, so I, I, he's good, I guess. <laughs> he makes me think of, uh, because I have no idea why he's called Golden Boy, I think of 
gold balls the x-men character that brian bendis created he's oh, yeah. a relatively new character and he literally makes gold balls so i'm like literally imagining that and i'm like oh he's an esports guy that sounds crazy that's so weird uh that's great but they're gonna be hosting uh e3 2021 and e3 2021 is fully virtual and yeah. so you'll have them at wherever the hell they are and they'll be like hey guys we're at e3 and then they'll switch over the next person and they'll you know do shifts or whatever i'm sure but is this gonna be what is this gonna be because is does this mean e3 will basically have the conferences within it without actually doing the conferences separately like it's usually a physical event how how is this exactly gonna work in terms of like hey we're at e3 2021 the press conferences are actually within us so they're not doing their own thing they're within our thing yeah i just assumed it was gonna be like a single live stream or whatever and they were just because that's kind of how well i guess for lack of a better word that's kind of how the um previous shows worked in to my experience where like they like the the big three guys sony nintendo microsoft they didn't go at the same time they went like one after another so it always felt like there was just one continuous show anyway so that's i guess that's how i figured they were gonna do it this time and i went i went to e3 in 2014 and you know it's an actual physical event where you're at mm-hmm. the show so if you're not at those conferences it's not just the conferences it's hey i'm gonna go play these demos i'm gonna check out the stuff that's all these it's an expo everyone's showing off what they've been working on and you get to basically either play it or watch it or something like along those lines and it's usually you know that's not really something you could do virtually besides like steam going like hey play these demos maybe yeah uh, they, they could do that like sony has done that where they were like for pt they were like yeah check and check this shit out by the way you could download it right now like and i think didn't xbox do a fat version of that last uh, year probably like i would be surprised if they didn't it's yeah point, be like but, hey download this now <laughs> we've got xbox nintendo uh, Take-Two Interactive, Capcom, and Konami, supposedly, you know, they're all supposed to attend. Well, <laughs> you know, that was the case, James. And, you know, EA and Sony are going to do their own thing. And yeah. I think, oh, wait, Ubisoft is joined as well, I believe. I think Ubisoft Forward is part mm. of it. I, I can't remember exactly anymore because they make no sense. But, uh, <laughs> well, you don't want to, you're no, not super excited no. for the next Just no. Dance game coming to Wii and everything else? No. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which though uh, Konami is no longer attending E3 they have pulled out and I wish I cared I just they, I haven't been interested in Konami in years because uh, it's they, so this is from uh, a Konami tweet uh, if you go due to timing we will not be ready to present at E3 this year we want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects so please stay tuned for some updates in the coming months while we are not participating this year we have great respect for the ESA and know that 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA and wish the best to all participants at this year's show. Uh, it just feels like Konami can't get their shit together when it comes to <laughs> making games anymore. 
Well, I mean, remember the last game that came out? Did they make anything? Oh, the um, Miller survived. No, wait, didn't they do? Oh, the cat, the 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 classic collections. They've been doing those. Are the last oh, things no, they did? No, no, no. There, there was a new um, Contra game or something. Wasn't that part of a collection? They did a Castlevania like collection. They did a they did Castlevania and Contra collections, and I think what else did they do? Maybe it's just those two. They did collections for, yeah, but. Huh. Yeah, you can just like get these massive collections, I think, now uh, on modern platforms or something. Or at least PS4, Xbox One, I think. Maybe Switch? I'm not really sure. But, James, that's uh, that means there's four to five if you're counting Ubisoft, I think. But, dude. Contra Rogue Corps. It was so fucking bad. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad we... Came out in 2019. Yeah, it doesn't register for me, man. Uh, uh, so, with that said, there's not much, you know, for them to show. Does that mean, okay, does this mean that for E3, it's going to be Greg Miller going, hey, welcome to the Microsoft portion. Here's blah, blah, blah. And then here's this person to present this game. Is that is that how that's going to go exactly? Like, Probably. Okay. We'll see how this goes, but it's, it's like the name. All right. The names under this are cool. They usually are. I've never not liked any names that are like, Hey, here's our guest person. But at the same time, it's always like, if it's like, okay, Andrea Renee and I should tell her to this, like in person, it was at the conference itself. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is all mess that it, it was its own mess of the things, but we saw Greg do the E3 one, the EA one last year. Yeah. And that whole, I was, dude, I was like, what the fuck is this? That whole time. I was like, what I don't even remember anything from that show other than like Greg being like, hey, is Anthem Look, There's a letter. Okay? There's a letter on this. That was, no, that was the, two years ago. That was at oh, the right. EA Play event in that, person like, he interviewed. Dude, I literally forgot they did that meta thing where they're just like, hey, check out. There's going to be a secret code throughout the show. Like, and all it was it was EA Play. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you!" It's like uh, you watch uh, Christmas Story, right? Yeah. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Remember yeah. the little orphan Annie decoder ring? <laughs> it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh god, it's fantastic. I hope there's more decoders in this uh, coming uh, E3, but I, I just don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes, but I'm just the. When we get news for E3 this year, so far, it's kind of just been filled with, um, it's sad to say, but kind of laughs. And yeah. I, I just don't know how we're going to feel about it. The only good thing going for it right now is it brings back a sense of structure and uh, boundaries within news uh, where it's like, hey, it's just like this weekend instead of, hey, it's ho this whole summer prepare to like just yeah. get exhausted hearing about games and want to not talk about games anymore <laughs> um but we'll see what happens and final news piece today we got to see the state of play for ratchet and clank a rift apart which also uh right before that they announced among us coming to playstation four and five yeah which is cool. interesting <laughs> i like the little ratchet and clank skin and they just eject the ratchet and clank skin <laughs> yeah i haven't uh seen that skin but i heard about it 
I haven't played Among Us in honestly a long ass time. I should probably. That's it's honestly one thing where some people will be like, "Hey, remember Among Us?" And everyone goes, "Yeah." yeah. It's like we should play it. It's like yeah, and then we just don't do it. But it's like always fun. That's always. It's actually something you could straight up be going to bed and you're just like, "Let me just play a match," and then you go to bed. Like it's so quick and easy. But I don't know. Maybe I should play again. We'll see. Uh, but see to play. Ratchet and Clank Earth Depart. We got to see like 15 minutes of gameplay and we got to meet Rivet, who is the female Lombax we'll be playing as besides Ratchet. We get to play as two characters in this game and holy shit, does this game look good. Like, yeah. it's insane looking because it's Dude, like, you like know. The detail on their, on the fur for Ratchet and Rivet is like, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's like, we're not furries. Uh, you know, we're, we're not for... We're not for, nah. uh, but, uh, the amount of, I, w- I always loved Ratchet and Clank and it's because, you know, it's Insomniac. They're my favorite developers and stuff, but like the last, it, it feels like it's been a while and it has been, you know, Ratchet and Clank 2016 came out in 2016. Cause it was like, uh, it was like the reimagining of the original game. You haven't played it? No, I should really get to it now, especially you have since it. they added the 4k 60, uh, yeah update. you have it though right you should have it oh, i do it's yeah. free yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um, one of the many many games i bought and just was like i'll get to it at some point <laughs> but it's honestly not long either it's it's really good uh you should definitely 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 play it but mm-hmm. this one looks so good and it's like you watch that gameplay and you go this would not be on ps4 because they do like seamless transitions from level to level like you're going from one world to the next and yeah that could break a that could break an older Dude, the, the moment where he, he's like doing a boss fight or whatever and it just teleports you to literally another level in the in the game like another planet entirely and they're yeah. like this isn't we didn't just like generate an, an arena to play this character uh, to fight this boss here we literally took you to that level instantly it looked really good and i love that they're changing it's like okay they're it's continuing if you want to know like the last game that happened in terms of the story it was the 2013 game ratchet and clank into the nexus and uh the way that works is uh it was like basically it continued the story of the entire series and this continues it and you're probably at like they talked about it too uh the 2016 game is a reimagining of the first game Mm -hmm. but also it's told by quark who is you know the guy that uh james you know quark right yeah captain quark the green dude yeah and i I, because i was in a little watch along i was in a listen party with it uh where some of the devs were talking about it as we watched the state of play because i'm part of i'm in the insomniac discord but like Mm -hmm. uh they talked about like you know if you're wondering like what the 2016 part has in the story they're like uh it's that's a story told by quark and you know how quark exaggerates at the same time so that's how they're going at it so it's like it happened but it's like also just an alternate version of the first one but you know this just continues the adventures they've been doing which is really cool and it's in a weird world where dr nefarious who's been like their overall villain who's been like through multiple games is a is pretty much like warp things that where it's like an alternate reality where he's like emperor of the galaxy or something which is kind of cool and it looks funny because ratchet and clank always has great humor it's got awesome looking weapons 
and insomniac what they're known for is literally they, they make the the best weapons in games like in the weapon wheel you know that's always iconic yeah. so and that's where i think the plot of this game seems to literally start with there's like a ceremony where ratchet and clank are being presented with like this new gun the dimensionator which seems to just like open uh portals to other dimensions yeah and, and like nefarious just like steals it and then they get separated and then you see like clank meet rivet and stuff yeah. and we start this new adventure but uh, there's not honestly too much to say about it besides like just it looks fantastic it yeah, lo- there's a lot going on there is a lot going on. You could ride little animals, which you could never do before, if I remember correctly. Like you, you could do like a little hoverboard and stuff, but like there wasn't. They're they're really putting in a lot of detail here. So you're gonna notice a lot of small things. You're gonna notice a lot of big things, but there is a noticeable difference, just like there was between the PS2 and PS3 games, the PS3 and PS4 games. You're gonna see that with this one because that's the great thing about this franchise is. It's gone on for four of the five generations of PlayStation, and you can see how they've progressed with it and see how different they are in terms of what you can do, how the controls have evolved. It's honestly just really fun seeing that. And it's one of the longest running, you know, series they've had that never yeah. gets stale. I don't think it has ever gotten stale because it's always there's always enough space in between them. And then when they come out, they just feel good because they're so cartoonish and fun that you know you're not uh overworked by like you know everything else you see with other triple a games but i don't know anything else there is for to say about it really i don't don't think i I already said i'm like i i was interested before but now i'm just like super hyped it looks so fun yeah and uh yeah that's that's really it and i forget does this come out in may or june Ooh, good, good question let me look that up real because that that's what keeps throwing me off like I, i'm gonna get returnal eventually and pokemon snap eventually i can't i can't uh convince myself to do it right uh, now because i'm 11 june okay thank god cool because that's i feel like that's really the next thing i'm buying is ratchet and clank and it's like the other games i want to play i do i want to play I buy and play these games that are coming out this year but i can't uh justify it until i get through more of the games i've got uh you know so i get to save my money for a little bit but ratchet and clank i'm for sure pre-ordering i I'm, i can't knock at this game but that gives me james what like a month and a half i guess something before. like that yeah okay so i gotta get through 2019 in a month and a half that's you know no big deal right no big deal uh but yeah that's uh that's all the news dude are you ready to get into uh our big uh our big guns here yep all right, so we're going to switch gears and talk about, you know, the big shows that have been happening recently, and we're going to start with The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Full-on spoiler spoiler warning here, though, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about everything, and, you know, if you haven't watched it yet, like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, go watch it. It's only six episodes. They're not even an yeah. hour long each. Like, they're yeah, shorter than normal C... A CW show is more... <laughs> time than these do uh huh. so you, you can get through them pretty fast honestly yeah i was surprised it was like six episodes not like eight or whatever which that's gonna be one of my main complaints towards the end is just like it does feel like they could have made it like one more episode long i don't know 
What I think is funny is they said all of the shows that come out will equal out to six hours. And, uh, huh. I liked it, Captain, because it's like WandaVision. You can kind of believe it because they're not, there's like nine episodes or something and they're not an hour each. So, you know, you could, I think you could break yeah, three like, of them down like in the like, first couple or like a half hour. Yeah. So you can, you could probably say that. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm honestly don't feel like doing the math, but <laughs> fair enough. Falcon Winter Soldier is hilarious because it's the second show they have and they're like, eh, they're all going to be six hours about. It. And then you watch and you're like, that wasn't six hours. <laughs> That was like yeah. five. <laughs> okay, sure, thanks. But it was. I'm not saying that's bad, but it was a great show. I really had a great time with it. Yeah. I think it started off slow, a little bit. The first two episodes, yeah. I was like, okay. I, I I wasn't like, well, I wasn't even whelmed. I was just like, it was okay. It was fine. It wasn't special. It was just a show. Well, like for me, the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm enjoying seeing, you know, what Sam is doing now that he's like literally alive again. And same with Bucky, like seeing him go through his book of victims of like the Winter Soldier. It was interesting, but I was like, but what, what's, where's this show going though? Because I know that this isn't like the main plot and the first episode had like a, a hint at the Flag Smashers, but that was it. So that's why I like the first episode just feels like slow, but it gets pretty you, into it after that though. Yeah. Once you get to episode three, it just, it gets, it gets good. It gets really good. And you're like, oh shit, this is fantastic. It was also super weird that they introduced like a new Captain America at the end of the first episode. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, that was, that was interesting to say the least. Um, I guess getting into it, do we want to go by character for this uh, review or uh, why don't we just go by like episode i guess episode okay so we got the first episode and yeah you pr- it's pretty much just sam and bucky and yeah. we have sam who he turns over the shield and don Cheadle makes a little guest appearance there as uh roadie and he's like you know you okay how you doing blah blah you, you know big shoes to fill whatever and Sam hands over that yeah he hands over the shield and they're like you know thank you he thinks they're putting it into a museum yeah because he's like I can't live up to Steve's uh legacy I might as well you know let his legacy speak for himself put it in a museum he trusted the government that was his first mistake yeah that was his (laughs) first mistake (laughs) oh man but you know you see there's problems at home he visits his sister and her family and they're there's like this whole talk that pretty much ranges through the entire show is about this boat and the legacy it holds for their family. Yeah. And uh, I, don't, I don't really honestly want to talk about the boat though. Uh, but well, that's you know, the thing is like, it wasn't super interesting until like the very end where it's just like, Oh, they, they fixed it up. The town all got together and they, they called in all their favors and the, everything's fine now. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is like montage. But at least for the first episode. They were like, Oh, we boat needs fixing don't have money let's go to a bank because that's where you get loans from of money right like and they use it as a moment to be like well but they're black though so yeah they so the bank is just like mm, you don't recurring theme. and he's and like even sam was like what are you talking about i'm i'm the falcon i i'm an avenger 
I have government contracts. Like, how do I, how does my sister not qualify for a loan with me as like her code uh, signer or whatever? And he's just like, sorry, can't do anything, but can I get a picture with the Falcon? <laughs> it was, it was fucking weird. Yeah. And I would, I, I straight up would, uh, I, 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 did he actually do, he didn't do the picture, right? Or did he? I forget. I don't remember. I hope he didn't. Uh, yeah. Right. But yeah, it was straight. It's like, yeah, the first of many, uh issues that talk about like race and stuff like that oh yeah and it was that was just a moment it's like it was a moment you knew it was coming you knew exactly sure. right when they said we're gonna go get a loan you knew exactly what was gonna happen because you're like they're not gonna get a loan yeah. and uh Too easy. exactly so from there uh bucky is like reliving nightmares of stuff uh, all the time and he's not really going through his book it's more like the the whole thing they talk about later on about uh, you're not doing this for them, you're doing this for you, and yeah. you need to learn to give out than just you know uh, give in or whatever. And he's like fully on like uh, living. He's sleeping on the floor, which I think people that are uh, I saw some posts from people that were veterans and they're like, dude, full on like this is how PTSD is and uh, how things are after a war. Uh, this is how a lot of people feel or how they try to even stay some uh, some form of comfort because it's like maybe a mattress is too soft and stuff like that. But I thought they did really well there and utilizing like his talks with the therapist. Uh, it was it was good. Yeah. And, and then just like his relationship with the old Japanese dude uh, who turns out like he killed his son at some point while he was the uh, I think he was Japanese. Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he was uh, when he was the winter, uh, winter soldier, and he just like was trying to make it up to him somehow by being his friend or whatever. But he like couldn't bring himself to tell him the truth of like what happened to his son because he was just like, I can't hurt this guy again, you know, Some, something yeah. like that. But yeah, and he goes on a date, runs out, um, and we get pretty much the end of the move the show is the episode is like you see a new captain america and yeah. dude, the, the memes that come out of it is uh <laughs> did you see the memes that came out of it dude one of them that super got me was like the the sh- shot of him at the podium with his like jaw all like huge and stuff like, he looks like the dude from up well and what i was, was just like <laughs> oh my god it's your he does look like the guy what the hell <laughs> What people kept doing was so screwed up for poor Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell's uh, son, by the way. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Um, so that that was Kurt Russell's son. Uh, the meme, the best meme was uh, it shows Steve Rogers Captain America, and it says Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then it shows the uh, it shows the new Captain America, and it says Joss Whedon's Justice League. Oh my god. <laughs> because also it's like him in winter soldier or uh avengers or something so it's much the the backdrop it just looks so much more cinematic and you're just like oh god (laughs) it was so fucking good but yeah episode two you oh and i think in episode one still you also get like the uh the air force um guy that uh sam works with goes to like tries to go undercover and gets yeah. beaten up by a dude that's a flag smasher, which goes into like episode two, and we see like uh, this whole th- oh, and he, I think 
but uh, I forgot. Sam stops like these dudes from a, I think it was a hostage situation yeah, or something. They, they have like an action sequence in the beginning to show off like Sam being a badass as a winner as the um, Falcon, which like I love those and, shots where he's like using his wings as shields and stuff like that. It's super interesting and cool looking. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And there's also like the whole thing of that French dude that was there. It's like I'll get you for this, and it's like oh I guess we'll see that later, and we do. But uh, episode two has like Bucky and Sam work together, and we kind of see they're still like I don't like you. <laughs> and Bucky is incredibly pissed that Sam gave away the shield. Oh yeah, and uh, you have them both seeing that there's another Captain America and you kind of get introduced to him and it's like, okay, it's him and his wife and his best friend, um, Lamar, who becomes, uh, what's his name? Battlestar? Battlestripe? What was it? I think it's Battlestar. It was Battlestar? Okay. Uh, and they're supposed to be like Captain America and Bucky in a way. Yeah. And you have bucky and sam go after this flag smashers and like that that was a cool scene and you see like oh there's a girl on board and it's like oh are you okay and she fucking punches bucky and yeah. you're like oh shit and Dude, it turns out that moment when uh like bucky is trying to like get an eye for like how many people are coming or whatever and uh falcon's just like yo man my tech is like way better than just your eyes i can tell you right now how many people are outside how many are armed like you want to know? <laughs> well, yeah, because he also uses Red Wing, which is really cool. Yeah. And uh, we see Carly, uh, was it Carly Morgenthau, uh, who's the leader of the Flag Smashers. And they're like this crazy organization that's like people that weren't uh, blipped during the snap. And yeah. it's like this whole thing. It gets into a really deep thing of, oh, there weren't really borders anymore. It was a united planet and yeah there weren't there was like a lot of issues weren't there anymore it's ironically it they it, it's funny because thanos was right it did make thanos was actually those last he, or, or thanos left. was straight up right that was the funniest like it's not even a it's an actual fact in terms of uh society and everything else like he actually it's like the it was he watchman did like it wasn't even a, a thanos thing it's like thanos captain manhattan dr manhattan did where dr manhattan you know he does that thing mm -hmm explodes like a city and everyone goes oh god and then it unites everybody and you go oh fuck you yeah. brought around world peace it's like the same thing it's like from a lie but it works and uh you see these people now are all displaced it's like oh you're living in other people's houses they're treating him like uh objects to be moved at this point so they're like yeah. standing up for it and apparently i forget who i heard it from but there was supposed to be a, ironically, a virus going on as well during all this. So that truck oh. was supposed to have vaccines on it, not oh, uh, those barrels or whatever. Uh, but they try decided not to do that because of a certain uh, Corona situation. Yeah. Huh. Um, but you, like you see the Flag Smashers are all Captain America strong. They all have the super serum. Yeah, and somehow. And they are kicking ass and the only one that could go toe to toe with them is Bucky because he's the only other one with like super soldier strength. Yeah, I didn't know he had like super soldier strength. I thought he just had the robot arm, but he very clearly is super when he just like jumps out of a plane. He's like, I'm fine. I don't need a parachute. <laughs> he still fucking hits the ground. Yeah. Uh, 
but you know i recorded that right <laughs> it's so fucking funny you know uh, they they meet cap uh, not uh they meet uh what's his actual name uh john uh, walker they meet john, john walker. walker and lamar and they try to work together sort of not really work together but they're just Dude, like hey you want to ride <laughs> i it's so interesting i immediately went from like i can't believe they're trying to replace uh steve rogers to like man you know this john walker is actually an interesting character i i actually kind of like him <laughs> Yeah, he he. That's the whole thing. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Yeah. Like the, it, it gets into a whole thing. But he's like, it's that whole like, oh, he's the white dude. Give the white dude the shield. Blah blah. Yeah. And at the same time, like you, they're making him not just straight up white, I guess, because it's like, oh, his wife and best friend are both like black. At well, there's and that. you notice that, and you're like, okay. Uh, and like, they they show him in training with the shield, and it's like, no, he knows how to use that thing. Like he's he's a good he's a good soldier yeah uh he's like he has three congressional medal of honors and that is an insane insane feat to achieve like you you have to do a lot to do that so it's like yeah the government was like okay we need another captain america but they literally were like okay who literally is the most decorated soldier we have and you know it's still we'll get to it i guess in episode five uh, yeah, episode five, we'll get to it. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being Captain America, of course. That's so not an easy thing to do, especially if you don't naturally go into it where it's just like, oh, you were drafted to become Captain America and shit. And I don't really know if there's, I don't think there's anything else in that episode. It just pretty much goes to the third one. And yeah, uh, it, it basically, I see it. The... I see it. It's until three or two. I forget. Uh, I don't remember. I think he's in the third one because like. Or is it at the end oh, wait, of two no, that occurs? He, I, it was probably this uh, the end of two because that's when um, Bucky is like, "Hey, there is one other person who might know about uh, the Super Soldier Serum," and that's where the uh, Zemo comes in. And yeah, dude, like, the, oh, the revelation, okay. dude, I loved Isaiah's character because, like, one, yeah. that guy just like acted the shit out of that role of like an old, like, traumatized super soldier who's just like he just wants to like live out the rest of his life in like some amount of peace. And uh, if they know he's there, they're going to apparently lock him up. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's just like that moment where he's like, yeah, Steve was like Captain America and he was a hero and like everyone loved him. But like, I also was given a super soldier serum and you know what they gave me? They locked me in jail and they, they experimented on me for years and years to figure out why the, the soldier serum that they used on me worked. And so that yeah, they could try to recreate it. Yeah, because it was like post Steve, uh, they tested a bunch of people, and apparently they all, and a lot of them were weren't a lot of a lot of them black too, right? It wasn't just him, something like that. Like they were just like experimenting on like I guess people who would volunteer or something like that. Maybe not, uh, but like, and a lot of them died. Yeah, he was yeah, like the only one that really died, survived it. And like some of them that survived, like eventually they like went crazy or just like it didn't work out for them eventually. And like he was the, Isaiah was the only one that like for some reason it didn't like kill him or make him go crazy eventually and it was supposed to be he was basically the captain america of the korean war uh or i guess he like he did the missions there because isn't that where as winter soldier he went in and like started fighting him and then like lost i don't remember did they mention that i'm pretty sure it was korea i want to say yeah 
Because it also would make sense with his age, where he's like, he's not World War II old, but instead it's like Korean War old, so it's like a decade later. So that'd be, he's like a decade younger than the average World War II vet, I would say, which would make sense. Um, But yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, they they do the full on, like I said, like this is, they they put race in this a lot because Mm -hmm. right after they leave the house, cop literally comes over and yeah. goes like hey is this guy bothering you to yeah like, he says that to bucky and is like basically pointing the gun like he's like about to stop and do something to sam and you're like the fuck and then yeah, he's like, like it's literally like sam is just like yelling at bucky going like hey how in how the fuck was there a black super soldier decades ago and like no, no one said anything like what the, what the fuck and yeah and then the cops show up and they're like hey is this man bothering you it was it's like, like no, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> and like, calm down. Do you know who this is? And he's like, yeah. No. And the guy's like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm s- my bad. And it was like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? And it was, uh. it was straight up like, yeah, that's accurate. Um, uh-huh. It was so fucked up. But yeah, you get that pretty much in that episode. And then episode three is when they get Zemo, right? I think. Yeah. Is that where they go to Madripoor? Is episode three? I think that's also uh, Madripoor, yeah. Yeah, they. Which I didn't realize so episode, the significance of that place. Yeah, episode three. Episode. Yeah, you go to they like just to summarize it. They go to Madripoor and Sharon's there, and they break out Zemo out of prison, and uh, they deal with some shit over there too. But uh, honestly, besides that, there wasn't really much else to say. Besides, I mean, uh, Zemo kills the fucking. Yeah, super the super Dude, serum uh, scientist. Yeah, Zemo is an interesting character. Like they like he was already kind of interesting in Winter Soldier, but he was just kind of like a shadowy background character who turned out to be re- the responsible or the one responsible for turning everyone against each other. But like in this, he's just like, no, they they address that he is Baron Zemo. Like he's rich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, oh, that, was, uh, that was so good. Yeah, like when they show when they show up at his private jet, they're like, "Wait a minute, how do you have a private jet?" It's like, "I'm a, my family is like royalty. I'm a baron. Like, yeah, I have money, or something like that." And uh, my only complaint is that like they have one moment in that episode where he puts on the like, the typical Zemo purple mask. And just just to shoot like a couple people, and then he takes it off again, and he never puts it back on. He never puts like, it back on. I was just like, wait, what? That never, that never came back or anything. Like you might as well have just not done it. Like, whatever. It's they literally just did it for fan service, which I guess is nice that they're like, here, have this little treat. But the I, first eh. poster they showed of him had the mask on, and you're like, I didn't know it'd be for yeah. five seconds. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be significant that like, oh, he that was his mask like he planted that in the car for a reason but he seemed to just like find a mask and he's like oh maybe this will be useful later yeah um but yeah like i do love that he's i described him to you at some point as like the ultimate anti-supremacist because he's like i don't have sides i just don't think that there should be super soldiers because they're like idyllic and people follow them and that's dangerous so he's just like any super soldier serum i'm gonna destroy it and he doesn't make, care about he yeah. doesn't care about whatever they're he doesn't care about anything they're doing he's just like it's gonna be bad and you're like oh oh, oh yep. okay and it's like oh the guy this guy's making super soldier serum or knows how to make it kill him immediately 
And I know this is about Sam. This is about Falcon. This is about Bucky. This is about Winter Soldier. Zemo is the best fucking character in this show. Without yeah. uh, hands down, he is the best character in this show. It went from yo is that Zemo to yo why is Captain America not as cool as Zemo? It's the show where all of a sudden you see that Zemo is cooler than Captain America. Dude, I love that they. I've been seeing memes of, of like the scene where Zemo says, "I forget." I honestly forget what he says, but like, uh, Bucky says like, "Hey, shut the fuck up" or something like that. And, and uh, oh, about whatever like, Sam he's says. out of line, but he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And it's I think what was amazing was the chemistry between the three of them. Yeah. Was so good. I was cuz it's like three people that don't like each other. It's not even two that don't like each other. It's like none of them like each other. And yeah. it's just like uh cuz they bring back a bunch of shit. They do the whole seat thing where remember in Civil War where uh like they go to meet up sharon and bucky's in the back of the car and sam's in the seat in front of him and he's like can you put your seat up and falcon is bucky uh sam's like no (laughs) and this one bucky's in the front and sam's like can you put your seat up and he's like no (laughs) it was so good there's like that little callback was yeah oh my god it's so good but they they work so well together and Zemo straight up you're like you know he makes more sense than he should he really does it's ridiculous how much sense this man makes yeah (laughs) and I love too that he's yeah he's straight up rich he's like yeah I'm a baron because I'm wealthy and then you have like the dude that's like his servant's like oh I missed you so much sir I've kept everything warm for you. Yeah, it's like his own little Alfred type dude. And then you see Sharon and Madripoor. And as Bucky says, oh man, she's horrible now. (laughs) Yeah. Because it went from like, okay, she was in two things. You have her in Winter Soldier where she turns out to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And she helps Mm -hmm. that Steve a bit. And you could feel, you're like, there's a little something there. You could tell, you could feel it. And then Civil War... Yeah, and then Civil War finally gets that smooch, and she helps him out. But by helping him, uh, she, like, fucks herself over and yeah. survives the blip and has been in Majapur the whole time, basically having to... She's scorned by her own country for she's doing the right thing. in exile, because if she comes back, she'll be tried for, like, crimes against the state. Even though she did the right thing. And it's yeah. like, uh, she has to go out on her own and makes her ruthless and makes her the power broker which is a crazy reveal that you get like yeah. at the end but like um it's like is that does that mean she's the villain for the I future think, yeah she's gonna come or back. is she like a neutral character that's like just the business dealer it's hard to I say but i mean we'll get to more of that i guess at the end of the because that's at the very end anyway yeah but you you see all this stuff with her and she's still really cool like the there's an awesome the last thing really to say here for this episode is there's an awesome combat scene which i feel like we're taking a little long going up some as a episode yeah. but it's all right uh there's an awesome combat scene in madripoor it's like the cargo container area and uh you have her fighting all those dudes outside just in like a hoodie if i remember correctly or something yeah. uh but 
yeah, just the choreography for that was awesome. And then Zemo just straight up fucking kills the scientist. And you're like, why would you? Oh, yeah, that actually makes sense. Because uh, if they caught yeah. him, they arrested him. Then now you have America with the super soldier serum again. You're like, wait, no, that's also really bad. That that's <laughs> yeah, Zemo's basically just like, no one can have this. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, yep. You know what? The man makes sense. And it's the whole thing. When he talks about that and he talks to Bucky and stuff, it's like, yeah, after all this is done, one of us is going to have to kill the other, probably, uh, because you're still technically a super soldier. I have to kill you for that. And I'm the one that kind of fucked up all your shit. So you'll probably have to kill me for that or turn me in. So it's like yeah. get that kind of thing. But they're still completely guard is turned off for each other where they work together completely. They don't have to like watch over the shoulder. It works out really well in terms of that chemistry. Uh, and then you get, what is it, episode four, where shit goes down? I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you get, you get more of the Flag Smashers, because the whole thing is the Flag Smashers are on the run. They're uh, trying yeah. to, they're keeping the people, like, uh, they're trying to help out people, but also do terrorist shit at the same time. So it's not really good because they're murdering people left and right. And to like get the, i i like this because it's got the dormanage 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 and that's what it is and dude they're fucking badass they're fucking all, i mean we already knew they were badass from just watching black panther but this was like because it's not um shit what's the main one's name from black panther that's played by uh michonne from walking dead oh um oh shit I can't remember, but I think Dee Dee yeah. was uh, the um, the main one in this one. Uh, she was the one that like helps train Bucky to let go, and she cures yeah. him of the uh, Winter Soldier uh, program, which was really awesome. And we see like they go after everyone. The they it's funny because like you have uh, I think Sam tries to talk to Carly. John Walker fucks it up, and then, like, uh, they go after the serum. What happens, Zemo finds the serum, crushes all of it, shoots at Carly. I think he shoots Carly, uh, and he's just like, yeah, I need to kill you. You need to to die because you're a secret soldier. (laughs) I just, I I, I love this scene, though. You see him see the serum, and for a second, you think he's going to pick it up, and he just steps on all of it, and you're like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, like, he is completely dedicated to just eradicating super soldiers from this planet. And, like, he doesn't even have a second thought about it. Like, oh, yeah. maybe if I just made myself a super soldier. Like, no, he's, that, he would not Un- Uncorruptible, which is, honestly, that's, you know, that's commendable. Very commendable. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, course, you know, he's trying to kill Carly. It sucks. Yeah. But it's just, like, you know, he stopped more potential. Imagine if more people had gotten that serum. That's more deaths easily so yeah. he technically saved lives but of course really, like really one, didn't think about that one vial like rolls off to the side and like john yep. walker finds it and this is after he got his ass beat by the door melage and he's just like you know after the fight they're like hey are you okay and he's just like or uh, i think lamar came to him and he's like hey are you okay john and he's just like they weren't even super soldiers and they kicked my ass and dude they kicked everyone's ass yeah dude they like the I mean, okay, the two, sh- like, moves that they did that, like, blew me away, and I, like, one, I don't even know why, it's just, it's a cool move, where they would, like, 
roll their spears off of their necks and it would like give them this like really fast like uh, swiping attack that it like literally moved the spear faster than they could just normally swing it i thought that was super cool and creative uh and then the other one was when they like somehow threw one of their spears like in between john walker's arm and the shield and just like locked it like like, the shield into the the ground yeah like locked it to the uh, table or to the ground or wh- whatever it was, and like without hurting him. And I was yeah. just like, what? The- I was like, what the so fuck? So much fucking oh precision. God. They were rad as hell. And I love that she picks up the shield, and yeah. it looks so good on her. I'm like, oh my god. I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I really, I'm feeling it. You know, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and then, and then Teeny's like, put it down. And I'm like, don't put it down. Yeah. Take it. I want to see more of this. But yeah. Oh so then, like. So then when John Walker finds the super soldier serum, you're like, okay, I know he's going to take this because he's like, I'm Captain America. I need to be the best. I have to be the best. I'm going to take this. Yeah. I will say that, too, like, it was flashback. Uh... There's the like flashback conversation between him and Lamar where they're like, hey, like, would you take a, a super soldier serum if you had it? Like, yeah, of course I would. No, no doubt. Like, can you imagine how many people we would have saved in that like valley in Afghanistan? Like, if one of us had that super soldier uh, serum. And it's like, yeah. Like, clearly they've been through some shit together before. And he's just, like, definitely going to take that serum. And he does. And it doesn't really go well. Yeah, because he also just took it. Like, who knows what effects it's having on him. But also he becomes emotionally compromised when Lamar dies. Dude, that moment where Lamar gets, like, punched across the room and you and hits the pillar and you're just like oh he's definitely dead yeah and he because he saved freaking uh he saves john's life yeah uh if he didn't get in that way like i think john actually potentially would have died maybe uh but at least i think so i can't remember now as much anymore but yeah it goes out there and like the probably the most the least lethal of the flag smashers like the dude that's like sort of teaching kids is like that wasn't me bro yeah, it's like he's just like, where is she? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it wasn't me, I swear. He does, dude. That shot is so fucking good, though, dude, of him with the, the shield. Like, insanity in his eyes, like that. That shot is so good. And yeah, he just like uses the shield to just cave the dude's chest in, and it's just like blood everywhere. And there's like everyone is watching, and it's just like, bloodstained oh, shield. And my God. <laughs> we'll get to it in the next episode in a second but dude it was dude that was some fucked up shit like yeah. it was because i mean i kind of get it it's like dude your just best friend just died but like i said he is it's just like iron man in civil war he is emotionally compromised he's not in the right mind and he must be like taken down until he's not a threat basically in terms of like yeah. that just the same as iron man it was like the same exact situation because iron man straight up did the same exact thing in uh Captain America's Civil War, and if you think differently, you're fucking blinded, bro. But, uh, because he was gonna fucking kill Bucky. Never forget that. He was gonna fucking murder Bucky. And you're like, uh, I don't like Iron Man. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it goes into episode five, and American government disavows him after Sam takes the shield from him. Like, they, Sam and Bucky have to work together to fight John. Ultimately, it's like Bucky taking him out. Yeah. Do they break his arm? They broke his fucking arm. Yeah, it's crazy too, cause like you know Sam's not uh, serum, so he can't. He's like doing his best, but he can't. He can't. And I, th- cause honestly, if I remember correctly, in the fight, Bucky's the one that straight up beats him. 
Basically. Yeah, because Bucky's the one that takes him down. And then he just drops the shield for in front of Sam or something. And he's just like, fucking don't fuck it up again. But uh, they do this whole thing where they work together with the boat. And uh, Sam's practicing. And he's like, I'm going to be Captain America again. And that's pretty much like the whole episode, really. And then he meets Carly yeah. once, I think, at a graveyard. Um, but... Or maybe that was the previous episode. I already forgot. I don't remember. He meets her a couple she... times. Yeah, I don't think she came to America till like the last episode. Where yeah, but she threatens his family and all this shit. And then uh, you see, this is where it gets fucked up. So this is like, John gets like disavowed by the military and they're doing all this shit. And you know what's the fucked up part, James? You know, they're not, it's not even because he killed that guy at all. It's because he did it in public where people could see. Oh, yeah. And well, because it was just... like, he... The way they phrased it was like he was Captain America, a a representative of the United States government, killing a foreign national on foreign soil, like publicly. Yeah, like that's a big deal. And it's funny, too, because, you know, you watch the other Marvel movies and they murder people and people just clap and cheer. Captain America, Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, fucking murders. Never not no like. No matter what, they are murderers, and you can't say differently. They straight Dude, up are murderers. Ki- how many people did he kill in the first fucking movie? Yeah, they they straight up they they killed much more people than John Walker ever did. Never he just, like, flew ever. To Afghanistan was like, I'll just kill a bunch of people in yeah. this town. It's like it, not even a joke. Like you can't even say any shit wrong with John Walker. If you if you if you say he's worse than them, then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like like okay. This is where it gets big, besides, like, we've seen race in all these other episodes. And now we get veterans. Because now it's veterans being treated poorly. And you have a dude that did all this shit. He went through how many tours? He got three Congressional Medals of Honor for doing what he did for his country, for his squad, whatever. And he, just like that, because he did it when people could see it. Not because he did it, but because people could see it. He gets, like, fucked over. And you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, I see. And because the whole thing, you see all those people at the court, the senator, that's like the one that Sam gives the shield to. This is the same senator. And you're like, this dude's not good. Like, he's pretty fucking yeah. bad at everything. Uh, you can tell easily. And it's it's just, yeah, it's just hard, man. It's hard to, it, it's just like, damn, I'm not, I'm also not shocked. I'm not shocked at all by any of this um because i will say like unlike all the other marvel properties we've seen this one is very much like hey we're actually going to tackle some shit we're going to tackle race and to an extent veterans and it's like real stuff and yeah some of it feels slightly you know not dramatized or anything but like it is very much like you literally watch all these things happen you go fact 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 yeah like each time and uh with it too you see john like go through more shit and then you get uh julia louis dreyfus come up uh that's her name right yeah so from what i've heard the reason why her showing up was it like felt like it was supposed to be a huge reveal but like oh black widow yeah we she apparently was supposed to show up in black widow so in that was supposed to come out a while Before ago. This. Yeah. So we are like, okay, so clearly she's supposed to be important for something, but we don't know what but that you, is. The whole time you're watching this, you feel like John Walker's wife. 
where she's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And then you're watching and you're like, who the fuck is this? And she just shows up and she's just like, like, you don't need to do anything. Just answer the phone when I call. I'm like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Why is your hair purple? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, because <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought she came to be like, hey, I wanted to recruit you to co-star with me on Veep. And I was like, oh shit, is that what's happening? Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah that's like, a bad joke. Sorry. So I don't know. That that was interesting that she showed up, and I was just like, "Who is, is who is she? Do I care?" Yeah. yeah. And then I think you know Sam gets one more visit with Isaiah, talks to him, and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna you know just talk to you to talk to you," and like you know gives him all this info and stuff uh, about his life and everything that happened with him more so. And Sam's just like, I'm sorry all that happened to you. And uh, it's cool because it ends with him like you see that he has a Wakandan Captain America armor set. Or like he gets a because Bucky goes yeah. to Dee Dee and it's like, hey, can you do me one more favor? Because, oh, I forgot we get the uh, we get the closure with uh, Zemo uh, where him and Bucky meet one last time. Yeah. And Zemo's like, you know, I'm not going to kill you. It's OK. I understand. And he's like, I understand what you have to do now, too. And you see the Dormelage come and take him to the raft, which was kind of weird. But uh, I honestly thought he was going to go to like a Wakandan prison or something. But uh, it's just like full closure and he doesn't even try to fight it. And I'm just like, dude, why is this guy so cool? (laughs) I love this dude so much now. Also, Zemo does have like one last shot in like the last episode but well yeah we'll that. say that we'll say that in a second yeah but hey hey I'm, i mean i'm not even gonna knock him for that either because that that yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that yeah um but it ends with like dd the wakandans create a captain america suit for sam and now pretty much like captain america and the winter soldier are or falcon and winter soldier are basically just sporting wakandan everything now because yeah. uh, the Winter Soldier arm is Wakandan, which you also see because the normal is like, oh, we know how to deactivate it. And they like literally like, de-arm him or disarm him. I was him. like, I was like, dude, that's so fucked up. <laughs> they never told him that. They're just like, like the yeah. The look on his face when his arm falls off and he's just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, even Sam's just like, do you know that they could do that? He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a trust uh, shattering there. But uh, yeah. yeah, they help out and... You're like, oh, he's going to get the suit. And then the UN thing that's conveying like, hey, we're just going to move these people around like paddle gets attacked by the Flag Smashers. And we get to the final episode, finally wrapping it up. And basically, it's just a giant fight. You have uh, Sam, Bucky and Sharon working together to take down the Flag Smashers and save the UN members uh, from being like killed or being kidnapped and you also have john who takes his medals of honor and gets the shield he makes himself a new shield and it's like probably steel i'm assuming and he yeah. he fucking bladesmiths the, uh, he he basically uh I don't, I don't know what the word is but he like uh forges the sh- the metals onto it i don't know what the, uh, yeah but yeah the metal of uh, the three metals of honor are on the shield on the inside so he can well, see think, it when he fights 
Was it all three? That, I thought it was, that was I thought that was just Lamar's like star. Was it just so Lamar's that, star? I believe so. And because oh. it, like, it was like he was trying to remind himself like constantly like why he was fighting and he was fighting for Lamar. Like to, Yeah, eventually. and he talks to Lamar's parents and has to lie and say, Yeah, his killer was taken down and stuff yeah because they were like what the one that the guy that you killed was was he the one that murdered our boy and they were like and he, he did, uh, didn't want to crush them and it was just like yeah i would never let her kill like your son's killer go free and it's also not even that too that's also another veteran moment there where it's like you know mm-hmm. it's the survivor has to talk to the ones who lost their loved one and it's another like good moment dude the line when his when lamar's mother was like he was so proud of you when you got uh selected to be captain america like fighting by your side was the proudest he had ever been in his entire life and it's just like damn that shit meant something to him like no yeah. wonder he was willing to like literally die for this you and you you just see more because so, the whole thing is they fought together that whole time all those mm-hmm. tours they were together and before that, they went to the same high school. So imagine your high school they were probably basically brothers. Yeah, like he knew him his whole life. It's like if we went to it was like yeah, if something happened to one of us, it's yeah. like that situation. I'd fucking want to avenge your killer, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd avenge like, you against your killer, <laughs> dude. I would, I would show up as fucking William Defoe and be like, avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I want actually? I'm a ghost now, James. Uh... I appear in mirrors and I'm voiced by William Defoe. <laughs> anyway i'm sorry uh, uh god the the fight the fights itself are awesome you see yeah. sam's outfit and it's so fucking good it's, Dude, it's such a good outfit comics. it looks so good it's so fucking good and they i this is where it got fucking real where you know if you watch you watch it you watch it, you know exactly the fights happen some flag smashers die uh but there's two fantastic moments uh, the first one is as they're going through everything, there's a van full of the hostages mm-hmm. and it's going over and Bucky tries to stop it. But one of the flag of smashers and him like fall into the construction uh, yard area that's way below it. So there's no way to stop it. And John Walker is there and he actually gets there with them. And without saying a word, without saying a word, they work together. Like yeah. seamlessly, he basically redeems himself. I love that. Yeah, and he because it's even too after they fight and they take the shield from him and everything, but like he uh, goes and he could stop one of the flag smashers. Instead, he sees the the uh, the truck and he tries to stop it. It's it, right. He tries to pull it mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah, and uh, it's bec- was it him or Falcon that stopped it. It ends up being Falcon, like he, like uh, John falls or something. Like he loses. Oh, he his tries to in the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like someone stops him or whatever. And yeah, and then that's when Sam shows up and he uses. Apparently, he's got like two red wings now, and they like attach themselves to the car and act as like thrusters. And he just like uses those and his jetpack to just like lift the uh the car back to safety like i really liked that he uses his suit in like creative ways yeah and especially like even uh before that when he saved that dude the pilot from the helicopter and it was like about to the helicopter was about to smash into them he just like holds up the shield and then like wraps the wings around him and the and the other guy and like the shield at the top so it makes like a perfect dome like i thought that was super cool 
yeah it was I, that was really awesome and i'm glad john got to get one last time to shine for it yeah and then you have the speech and god yeah, that, that speech. speech is so fucking good i was like dude who wrote this this is amazing well it's just like the whole idea of like i don't have any superpowers like i just have like a shield in like the only reason why i'm here is because i believe that we can do better like all of us together we can do better and it's like yeah man fuck that more people need to think like that and yeah because the whole thing he talks it's like you know he talks to the center and he's like what are you gonna do to help the people like all this stuff because he's saying like um, um, like he's carrying carly's dead body and he's like this yeah, he's is like, your this is on you this is your fault like well, all this and, happened because of you and he's, it starts off because he's just like he keeps calling them like oh the, these terrorists were just like they're just bad guys don't worry about it like good th- thanks for taking out these terrorists and he's just like Yo, you gotta stop calling them terrorists, cause like they there's a reason why they wanted you dead. Like, and there's a reason why everyone that. supports them. Yeah, it's just yeah. like this will just make a bunch more, and they're gonna be even more lethal because you know, it you, it's that whole thing of division where they doubled down more and more. Yeah. And he even talk like he brings, of course, you know, like race comes back into it, and like he says, like, of course, I know these differences. I grew up black in America. Like, it's this whole thing. And he's yeah, like, like, I'm wearing the stars and stripes. You don't think I already feel the scorn and like, like the, the people already looks. watching on their screens, probably already hating me. And I was like, fuck, this is like, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really, really good job conveying everything. Honestly, like it wasn't nothing from it like obviously it's hot you know it's it's hollywood it's disney and stuff but they do such a good job of conveying it correctly like it feels very natural it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel like inputted there uh artificially it just it works so well like without a doubt which is probably one of its greatest strengths of the show like i would say the, the the messages the show conveys uh that works so well and then the uh, feelings of John and then the chemistry between your three lovable heroes of fucking Falcon Warrior Soldier and Zemo are probably the yeah. biggest strengths of the show. And of course, at the end, we see uh, we have Captain America, which is Captain Falcon. You know, we're not Captain he, Falcon. Yeah. I, James, I got to tell you, I'm not going to call him Captain America I and mean, I'm not going to call him Falcon. I'm calling him Captain Falcon. It just, it just works. <laughs> I want to see him as Falcon yeah. punch someone. So my only complaint with this last episode is that like that was such a good crescendo of the of the episode that speech, but then like I paused it for a second and it was just like there's still like a half of this episode left. What the hell, right? And it's just like oh, uh, it was a lot of wrapping up stuff that they it's set clean up. And like it felt really rushed at the very end. That's why I'm it like, did. May- maybe they could have had like one more episode to really like get these proper endings. Yeah. Like, Sharon Carter getting reinstated in after credits, yeah, in, as like an after credits thing, and she, and then she's like, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the power broker, by the way, and I'm gonna use my new position as like Agent Carter to uh, just basically sell government secrets around the world and make a bunch of money." Yeah, and, like John Walker is like, "Now US you agent? are U.S. agent," <laughs> which is like in the co- that's uh, the whole it thing when we talked about his casting. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's U.S. agent. He probably will be at the end." And I was like, "Oh, I was right. Cool." Yeah uh and i you know they said maybe there'll be a season two but i don't think so if we're getting a captain america 4 movie would we need a season two is the thing i doubt it 
Um, but I feel like we'd get all these people back. Like, I feel like we'd get uh, Captain Falcon, of course, since it's the Captain Falcon movie. I'm just, I love Captain. It sounds so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, White Wolf. Captain Falcon and White Wolf back at it again. Uh, but Bucky, and I think we might get US Agent in it. We'd get the Power Broker in it. I feel like these would all be in the next Cap movie. Uh, and I'm down for another Cap movie, honestly. After this, I would love a fucking Anthony Mackie star movie. That sounds great. Oh, I, yeah. I really and that. like the Flag Smashers don't like definitely aren't coming back. It's <laughs> like literally oh, the yeah, last yeah. ones are dead. Yeah. Because Zemo they... just like had his ancient butler just like bomb them to death. He knew they would be in that van, the 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 police van, and they're like apprehended. And one of the cops is like, "For what well, he says, the motto." Dude, I was Black so Smashers confused because he, yeah, like the the guy who put them in that van was like, "One world, one people," and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" So they're gonna get away, and then they yeah. die. And I was like, they "Wait, die. what?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> and like I thought, like, "Oh wait, maybe Zemo paid that guy to actually kill them." And then it like pans over, and his like butler is in a car in like a on the like a the roof of a uh, parking garage, like w- with a view to that van with like a little detonator in his hand. And I was just like, "Wait, what?" Uh, oh, oh, okay. I guess Zemo did it. And you see, I think isn't it Zemo is either reading a book or he's watching yeah, he gets, TV like, the in the news. raft. Yeah, he gets the news of this happening like in the raft and he's like he smiles a little bit and he's just like dude what the fuck and so like he could still get shit done even when he's in the raft oh my god it's amazing and i mean i think he told told him before like i think it was pre-planned like Probably. he doesn't even need to communicate through he just is like it's gonna happen but overall i really love the show I felt like it was rushed. The begin. It's funny because they they focus so much on the first two episodes that yeah. didn't have much going on, and all of a sudden now when the good shit's happening, it's getting rushed through, and you're just like, damn it. But otherwise, I thought it was a great time. Um, yeah. Like it I, was definitely entertaining. I do agree, rushed, but like also, uh, I just didn't think the flag smashers were that interesting of a villain. Villains were end. very yeah, because I think a lot of their stuff was cut. Like I feel like if there's more of that plague stuff. I yeah. think actually, you know what? I feel like it probably was a lot longer. And then they had to cut all that stuff out, maybe. Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But I will say, too, um, I think... Uh, <laughs> dude, it was fucking hilarious. It was in, It was the first episode or the second episode, one of the kids is like, oh, it's Black Falcon. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, are you Black Kid? <laughs> it's just like... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's <laughs> like fun. I, like came back later when like uh, Sam was uh, lifting up that truck, and everyone's like, "That one guy's like, whoa, who is that? That's Black Falcon." And the other guy's like, "Nah, that's Captain America." Yeah, that was great. That was yeah. <laughs> call him Black Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound cool. It does sound like a cool name, but I yeah, think it's because we're weird. used to Black Panther. It's just that, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Oh my god. But, uh, I mean, look at fucking uh, the boys, Black Noir. When it's like oh, Noir's yeah. already black, it's like Black Black. Yeah. <laughs> Anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, overall, good time. And shit, it's already an hour and a half. Uh, I yeah. guess that's why I, I once you said six episodes, I was like, fuck. We're gonna. I thought that would be faster because like no characters like a, are faster. Well, there's like seven or eight characters, so I thought like, oh, well, if we limit it to just like a quick recap of each episode that'll be only six things as opposed to like eight things 
Nah. <laughs> you uh, wrong. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it's not like we're not going to talk about the other stuff. We're just going to no. talk about it in the other episodes. So yeah. obviously, like I said, this comes out on Monday. Uh, Backlog special number six will be out on Friday, where we'll talk about Invincible, Destiny 2, Season of the Chosen, and as much as the other stuff as we can get through as well. Uh, but that has been Sutra Side Talk. I hope you enjoyed our Fal- I keep wanting to say Captain American Falcon or Captain Falcon. I really, it's like hard. I keep thinking Captain America and the Winter Soldier, but it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it's just so much Captain America, Captain America in my head. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And we will be back, like I said, Friday. Uh, and also Wednesday, we'll have Sutra Sidewatch number nine out where we're going to talk about THX 1138, I think, which is the first ever george lucas movie um dude i watched that it was fucking crazy uh and then um if you haven't watched it yet we returned with up to it down to it episode six and we talk about the state of the film industry and i gotta say it's a very very good conversation you guys should totally go back and listen to that because it's really fucking good uh but i hope you guys enjoyed and of course uh write into us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com any comments feedback and of course, any questions you want us to read on the show. And you can also follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Sutra Side Talk and support us. Uh, follow on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five star review, whatever it is that kind of helps us out. Please do it on that platform. Uh, retweet when we tweet, share our, stor- our posts to your stories if you can. If we see it tagged, we'll definitely, uh, you know, we'd, we'll send that love. We'll be happy if you do that. That'd be fantastic. Otherwise, just uh, word of mouth really helps us out. But otherwise, you can follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. And you can follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. You guys have a great week and enjoy our coming episodes. Thanks for listening.